This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Okay, uh, we are back and we are switching gears. And by the way, if you didn't have a chance to get on, if we couldn't take your call, Free For All Friday is, do you take vitamins or supplements or other natural health products? If you do, do you check in with your pharmacist? You should, because even though they are not drugs, even though they are, and I put this in quotes, natural they can interact with other medications. Uh, So, right now, we have our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, Dean Miller, to talk about this. He can also take all of your calls and your questions, basically, about anything pharmaceutical that you want to talk about. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And Dean, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure, Libby. How are you? Fine. Uh, So this is an important topic um, because people take all kinds of things. And and, uh, I think a lot of people think that if it's, quote, natural, it's completely benign. Yeah, I, you know what? There, this is one of those topics where there's all kinds of, I would say, uh, misnomers out there that people think one way, and and it's not really, uh, it's not necessarily true. And and you're right; these medications, uh, whether they be a mineral, or a homeopathic medicine, or a vitamin, I mean, in taken incorrectly, they can uh, they can cause some significant issues. So so it's uh, you know a big role. Like I, this one's a. Uh, uh, the topic today is actually a big role for pharmacists, actually. You know, that, that whole vitamin and mineral section is very, very confusing to people. It's usually big in a pharmacy, and there's all these products that sort of look the same, but, uh, you know, the pharmacist can help. Uh, what are some of the interactions that people have to know about with some of the most commonly taking vitamins and minerals? Yeah, you know, there's a few that, that sort of stand out. Um, you know, um, some of the some of the big ones actually are with the natural products. So there's a lot of natural products. Um, uh, you know, a lot more of those on the shelf now than there used to be, and some of those interact with you know topics that we've uh, we've had in the past on here, like uh, you know antidepressant medications, and and uh, um, you know some of them make you flushed, and 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 they'll interfere with um, you know. Um, medications for you know cholesterol and that sort of thing right so there's there's definitely some warnings out there on some of the products not all of them um you know um you know many people don't do anything other than take uh multivitamins and you know they tend to be a complete vitamin with like lots of lower doses and those ones you usually don't need to worry too much about but what we've seen lately is actually a switch so we've seen people that used to take multivitamins and now they take 
I would say more specific vitamins and minerals and natural products for a specific condition. So we're starting to see a lot more of those interactions that you talk about. So, and again, with what are some of the uh, main uh, vitamins uh, you, that would cause it? Or minerals or supplements. Yeah, you know, I mean, some of the, um, I mean, probably the most common one we ever get in a pharmacy is is uh, uh, for women that are, you know, pregnant and they take uh, they take medications, um, you know, um, like they need increased folic acid and that sort of thing. So, you know, some of these medications uh, like. Uh, maternal vitamins and that sort of thing are quite high uh, in potency. So so there are some like that. I mean, uh, um, uh, you know, niacin, for instance, which is a B vitamin, makes you very flushed. And, you know, it sometimes interferes with some of those medications that are used to help control like your lipids and cholesterol in your system and stuff. So so though that that's a really common one that we see. Um, you know, we see stuff like, oh, I don't like the taste of zinc. It, it has a foul taste to it and things like that, right? So we get a lot of stuff like that too because some of these are, you know, just the way they're prepared and the nature of the product. It's, it's you know, they're, they're chalky, they don't taste very well, you know, and, and, and again, um, a lot of there's there's some of those in the antidepressant classification as well that 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 uh, that cause some issues like black cohosh and things like that that people you know they just have some strange names to them but they're sitting there out on the shelf. So. Uh, are you saying that uh, when you mention the taste, there are some medications that can change your taste, but can any natural products do that? Um, you know, th- there's none really that stand out in my mind. What I meant by that is there's some just by nature of the way it's prepared, like zinc, which is a very chalky kind of unpleasant tasting product. You Mm. know, it doesn't matter which company makes it. Um, You know, some of the, sometimes they put them in capsules to make them improve the taste, but sometimes there are these big tablets that are very chalky and awful tasting. And, you know, we get, we get, uh, we get comments like that as well. So. Okay, um, let's take a call from Dave in Hamilton. Hi, Dave. Hey, good afternoon, Libby. Uh, hey, Dean, um, I suffer from arthritis, uh, like old hockey injuries, and I've been, you know, shooting the breeze around the dress room, and a lot of people are taking CLSL or they take cherry juice. Um, do you have any kind of remedy for arthritis that uh, you recommend? Well, you, you know what, Dave, uh, it's funny you mention that because, I mean, the, the two that stand out in my mind, and one is old and one is new, is uh, when you, when you um, talk to people that have arthritis, you know, um, glucosamine, I mean, everybody sees those ads on TV, glucosamine, some of them have a product called chondroitin or shark cartilage, you know, th- these are things that you know, you see on a shelf. Now, that's the old stuff. The The biggest one lately is, uh, and it's probably the hottest product out there now, is turmeric. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, formally being used for, uh, you know, cooking, right? Yeah, and, and I use it in cooking. Yeah, and uh, and it makes some, as for a great spice for chicken, but but it's also, you know, used a lot for arthritis. And it's, it's, it's started to become very much in flavor, or in flavor, <laughs> no pun intended, but in favor of, of you know, pro- products where people have had an injury or, or, you know, they've got a little bit of osteoarthritis or something. So turmeric is a very, very hot product out there. I, I think it was on Dr. Oz about a month ago. And mm. then, of course, whenever anything's on Dr. Oz, it everybody starts to talk about it, right? So... 
But so would it be uh, you'd need a very high dose? I couldn't just go to my spice drawer and and uh, grab a little bit of that. Yeah, well, I guess that would probably work, uh, Libby. But you'd probably have oh. to take a lot of it. Um, it does, you know, because of that the color of it too. It does stain. It, so, but it does come in a capsule form, uh, which you're right. It, it's a little bit higher dose, um, and uh, you know, some people have been talking about it. Really, I don't think there's been any studies about it, but there's been a lot of people that have that are now swearing by it. And it's it's probably, as I said, on the vitamin and mineral shelf, it's probably the hottest selling product right now. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, so would you take one capsule or what would you suggest? Um, I believe uh, I believe it's twice a day, actually, Dave, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, okay. depending on the strength, and it does come in a, a number of different strengths. And of course, there's a couple of different people that make it too, so... Okay, I appreciate that. Thanks yeah. very much. Yeah, okay. no problem. Thanks for your call. Okay, uh, let's go to Frank in Toronto. Hi, Frank. Hi, good morning. Oh, good afternoon, sorry. Hello? Hello, yes, you're Hi, on the air. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, I was diagnosed with H. pylori, which really lowered my hemoglobin. And uh, they gave me some iron pills. And I'm just wondering which is the best iron pill to take. And once you take the, the, the antibiotics for each pylori, is that a guarantee to go away? Uh, so, second question first, Frank. I don't think uh, 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 there's no guarantees usually <laughs> in medicine at, at all. Yeah. Um, the whole concept of sort of using antibiotics for ulcers sort of is probably about 10 or 15 years old now. And, um, you know, it, it's by far the most effective way, you know, to treat ulcers. I mean, before they just used to treat it with medication to reduce the amount of acid in your in your system. And right. that, wor- that worked for sure, but but it just took a lot longer. Now, now, this is getting to the root problem of it. So by taking antibiotics, and I'm sure you're probably on uh, what they call a PPI, or you know, Nexium or 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 something like that. Plus, probably pep, Pepto Bismol or something. Um, you, usually, that combination works, and it works pretty well. But you know, you got to keep going for you know, because you'll feel better before it's actually uh, healed. So, right, right. And a lot of times, people will stop, right? And that's not the thing to do. I mean, you want to go like. That the the length of time to treat an ulcer hasn't changed. That's you know you got to keep going for six to eight weeks, even sometimes more, uh, right. just because it just won't heal. Right. Uh, yeah, and I think um, I was told that Nexium is a much better product than Tandasol. There. Uh, that is that true? Um, well, you know, it, it's. Um, there's about three or four different classes, like uh, within that same class of drugs, there's about three or four different products. Um, again, it's more sort of to each his own. You know, some people uh, some people do very well on Nexium. Uh, I mean, it's a very, very popular and very uh, good product for sure. Um, but it's, it's sort of hit and miss, right? You have to find the one that works best for you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. You're Thank welcome. Thank you, Frank. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, uh, we have to take a break. Uh, I'm going to give the numbers again before we go to break. I'm here with Dean Miller, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. We're talking about vitamins, supplements, natural health products, the kind of interactions they can have, and also maybe you have questions about what some of them can be used for, uh, or whatever your questions are, he's here to answer. 
numbers, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740, and we will be back shortly. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back. I am here with our trusted contributor, Dean Miller. We're talking about vitamins and supplements. He's taking your calls and questions, and we will get right to it. We've got Ren in Mississauga. Hello. Hi. How are you doing, guys? Fine. How are you? Pretty good. Thank you kindly. Uh, A couple of things, if I may. One, is there any truth to um, these so-called vitamins sold over the counter? that are kind of not bunk, but your body just doesn't really absorb everything. It kind of like goes just straight through you, so it's kind of like wasted money. Well, Ren, it's a really good point because I think, you know, what you're talking about is there are, you know, there's a group of vitamins that are, that are called fat-soluble vitamins, and then there's another group that are water-soluble vitamins. So when you look at all the B vitamins, and, and you know, the best way to tell this uh, is – when you go to the bathroom and you urinate, you know, usually B vitamins are very, very yellow. And, uh, you know, if you notice that your urine is extremely yellow in, in color, that usually means that you've got, you've got your B vitamin, you know, you've, you're fine. You, you don't need any more. And what, what's happening is your body's just not absorbing it because you don't need it and, and you're just excreting it through your urine. So that's a very easy way to tell. But... You're right. I mean, there is a lot of those vitamins, uh, the different ones. I mean, vitamin A, D, E, and K are the fat-soluble vitamins. So if you take too many of those, your body's going to retain them. Um, But the B vitamins, vitamin C, they're all water-soluble. So you do excrete anything you you take in excess. And I think that's probably what you mean. That's that's, that's great. I was also thinking of, like, I'm, I'm glad you tapped on that. I'm getting a little on in age little sluggish and so on and so forth. I was thinking yeah. of taking something like a magnesium, calcium, and the B12, D2 or 3. Yeah, yeah. Are they all pretty good? Are they going to help my sluggishness, my old age? Uh, well, you know, well certainly certainly some of the ones you mentioned there, <laughs> B12 especially, uh, you know, they use that a lot. Uh, it's a, it's a, it helps your, your, your blood carry oxygen and hence, you know, a little bit more energy and that sort of thing. I mean, the other ones you mentioned, calcium, always a good idea. I mean, especially, you know, there's uh, if you don't take many dairy products, uh, you don't meet, eat much fish, you know, most people are deficient in calcium, and, and you need to take some of that uh, in order to just, you know, make sure you're not, especially as a senior, right? You, you know, people get prone well, to a fall or breaking breaking not bones. Not senior yet, Dean, you know, mature. Okay, okay. <laughs> What about? I just turned sixty-one. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're still. Yeah. <laughs> what What about? Um, he mentioned magnesium, and you're right. you were saying that's one of the hot. Well, vitamins yeah. These days. Libby and I were talking about which ones are the really hot topics, and that's one of them is magnesium because they say, you know, that just because it, it's tough uh, to 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 get it in food that. You know, yeah. everybody needs magnesium, yeah. and, and magnesium has been proven to help with muscle spasm and that sort of thing. So, you know, a lot of people take it for that reason and help the circulation. So magnesium is one of those ones where, you know, 10, 15 years ago, nobody ever took magnesium. Now everybody's taking magnesium, and uh, it's flying off the shelves. So, uh, so it's one of those ones that, uh, that definitely is, is a hot vitamin today. 
Okay. What kind, and amounts, what kind of amounts are we uh, are talking about here? Uh, 5,000, 10,000? Oh, well, no, magnesium comes, uh, I mean, uh, that, that, that's international units that you're talking about, and that's usually, uh, you know, vitamin E comes in international units and vitamin D. I mean, we're talking about 100 or 200 milligrams of, of magnesium. And you so. take it, is it okay. uh, liquid or a pill or what? Uh, both, uh, Libby. Yeah, you can get magnesium in liquid form. Most of the common ones you do see are, you know, either a tablet or a capsule, though. So. Yeah, interject back to the original thing. Which one's better that for your body to absorb? Does it matter, liquid or tablet? Or uh, no, it doesn't really matter too too much. I mean, you know, once it gets, I mean, uh, drugs that are um, you know uh, absorbed through the stomach, typically, uh, you know, a liquid will, will get absorbed a little faster. It doesn't mean it's absorbed any better though. It's just a little bit faster. More than that, that, that's usually the biggest difference. So. Great. I'm understanding there's also a, a difference, or there are differences to a vitamin D, like a two and a three or something, vegetable or animal or something. Uh, there's a whole ton of different sources of, of vitamin D. Of course, the best one is uh, sunshine. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Great. I get a lot of that. You know, <laughs> yeah, like in the summer. Work outdoors. Yeah, in the summertime, especially like as people get outside and you know uh, we get a lot more sunshine and warm weather. Uh, you don't need uh, a lot of people. That's one of those ones that people take vitamin D a lot in the winter. Don't take so much in the summer. So Okay, thanks for your call. Thank you, guys. Have a great one, yeah? Yep. Thanks. Okay, Mike in Mississauga. Hi, uh, Mike. Hi, how are you, you guys doing? Good. Okay, I've got many questions, but I'll try to le- limit it. Uh, I guess my first question was, Does anybody? is there any organization out there that actually tests these vitamins to see whether they actually have what they claim is inside of them? Uh, uh, yeah, Mike, uh, for sure. I mean... Um, there, you'll notice, and, and just something to watch for when you go into a pharmacy and you look at the vitamin shelf or you go into a health food store, one of the things to watch for is whether it has a DIN number, and it's usually small and it's usually up in the corner. Um, most of the vitamin C and D and E will have that. Now, something that's pretty new, and when I say new, probably within the last... 10 years is there's something you'll see on a lot of products that are natural products or mi- or minerals it'll it'll say NPN number so that means that health canada has approved that product um, so it'll just say NPN and it'll have a number and and that's something to watch for those products you'll know have been gone th- they've gone through testing they've gone through uh, correct pr- approvals with Health Canada, and they're safe to be sold on a shelf. Now, you will notice sometimes you'll go into places and they won't have that. I would strongly discourage anybody uh, f- to purchase any of those type of products that don't have those numbers. And, and Mike, I think you might be referring, I remember seeing a study out of the United States where uh, a whole bunch of products, a lot of them from China, uh, so-called natural health things were tested and and they found that not only did they not have what they were supposed to have but they had other things that were not supposed to be there or not listed so uh you have to be really careful so even with what what's the testing for the npn is it usually what Usually what it is, Libby, is making sure that the correct, um, uh, uh, you know, dose of whatever it is, magnesium or turmeric or, or garlic or whatever, is in the product. So they, they do some, I mean, it's random testing, but, you know, they, they usually, they will not assign those numbers to the product. 
until they actually uh, assure that that's in case, uh, the case. But the other thing that you mentioned that's interesting, and if anyone ever goes onto the Health Canada website, on any given week, there's tons of products on there that have been either there's a warning on them or they've been banned because they don't. I mean, you know, we see some of these that pop up on occasion in convenience stores, um, but Health Canada website is actually good. There's all kinds of products on there that, you know, people have to pay attention to and say, hey, you know what? We at the pharmacy, we usually get some notification of those so they don't come in by accident or something. But uh, it's a it's very it's a very interesting exercise to look at the Health Canada website. Okay, and you know what? That's a good tip. Thanks for that. Thanks, Mike. Let's go to Edna in Etobicoke. Hi, Edna. Hi, good afternoon. Is it Jane? No, it's Libby. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. What's your question? Okay, I have a question for the doctor. I've been diagnosed with heart arthritis since 1986. Now I'm now 77. And I was taking some pills that the doctor was giving me said it's good for my heart arthritis. About 1995, I stopped taking those pills. I've never taken them again. I went in the Caribbean, that is in Jamaica, and I got some, I got this thing that they call named Tamric. And I took it, and when I came here back to Toronto, I found that I could have it in the in the, the vegetable stores anywhere, and I've since then I've been drinking tamric, and sometimes I use a little bit of syrupy because it's a little bit bitter or the aloe vera, and since then I have no problem with my heart arthritis anymore. Well, and then that's the best advertisement for what we were just talking about before. I mean, it is. It's popular. I mean, a lot of people are starting to use it for arthritis. It's definitely, I think there's something there. I mean, uh, you know, it probably won't work for everybody, but for you it worked, and that's... Uh, it that's, does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm sure I'm quite okay because I'm now 77, and I'm still working as a crossing guard. I, I don't have a problem with my joints anymore. That's good to hear. Thanks, Edna. Uh, let's... Uh, try to go to uh, Bill in Goderich. Hi, Bill. Hi, how are you? Fine. Uh, yes, I'm calling about what you said at the start of the show, where we sometimes think that uh, natural products are all good. Uh, my wife has Huntington's disease. Oh, sorry to hear that. a mobility problem, has problems walking, and uh, Huntington's also comes with anxiety. So she takes clorazepam for her anxiety, mm-hmm. and she was having problems sleeping. So we purchased melatonin. Okay, yeah, And yep. She took uh, she took that to try to go to sleep, and the next day she could not walk, and she couldn't get her feet to move. And um, thank goodness it all uh, all went away, and now she can. But we will not mix melatonin with clorazepam again. And I looked on a couple of websites, and they also said that it was kind of bad to mix the two together. So I was just kind of experiencing what you had said at the start of the show, that natural maybe shouldn't just be used well, because just, we think it's good. Uh, thanks for sharing that story, but it's it's also an idea that before you start taking something natural, that you just have a chat with your pharmacist, tell them what you're on, and uh, maybe you don't have to go through that bad experience. Yes, unfortunately, we didn't speak to our pharmacist till afterwards. 
Yeah, Bill, and, and, and you're right. You're so right that there's a lot of products out there and, you know, everybody responds a little bit differently. And, you know, what ends up happening, especially if you're on something, you've been on it for a while, and then you add something uh, new to the mix, um, you know, problems could occur. So so uh, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, and um, we're basically out of time. Uh, and uh, sorry to people who uh, couldn't get on. I think that we're going to have to revisit this subject mm-hmm. because we didn't get through everything we want yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much to Dean Miller, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. That's all the time we have for Fight Back for today. Free for All Friday coming up tomorrow. And we now break for traffic. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.